Although, although, if there was a linguini I was gonna butt stuff, it would be this linguini. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> a little too you. much garlic Just in there for my body, though. South mouth is not as palatable. There are good movies and there are great movies. But that's not what we watch here because this is shitty cinema. Crowd look bitch. <laughs> we are three film masochists who love to take on the worst movies we can find centered around our monthly theme to answer one simple question. Would you watch it again? I'm Jay, and I'm joined by Dave, Ella, and Casey. Stone Cold really has me thinking about a goatee. <laughs> Every or week, myself. one of us has to pick a movie based on that month's theme. What's this month's theme, Casey? This month, we've rung in the new year, and we're going to ring it in the ring. We're going to ring the bell in the ring. <laughs> For the wrestle-hugging. It's WrestleMania, baby. You know I'm a sports fanatic. I'll read you the directions. Last week, I brought back in action starring Rowdy Roddy Piper and Billy (laughs) So Wet Blinks. Oh, I bet they have. Come on. don't. We all have parents. That's how we got here. They got super (laughs) wrestling Um, And Billy Blinks in back in action wasn't from the 80s, but it felt like it in a good way. God, it felt this like This week, it. Jay, you did a little time skip What did you bring? I wanted to get something with a bit more of a uh, contemporary wrestler, although I guess contemporary is dating myself now. So <laughs> yeah. I went with Stone okay, Cold gamer. Steve Austin in 2012's The Package. There was no dick in this, by the way. No, no. <laughs> false advertising. Title was a horrendous lie. I thought it was going to be some sort of like, you know, like yeehaw magic mic, and it wasn't. Jay, before we can really get into what we liked, didn't like, or what was the stone coldest about this film, you need to sell <laughs> us on, you need to give us an elevator pitch where you sell us on this movie in 10 seconds or less. All right. Here's your setup. You're out for a really nice, fancy Italian dinner. You know it's fancy because they get they give you those really, really large wine glasses that only hold. Ooh. Then they put like three sips of wine inside it. <laughs> and I have five forks. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Of going from normal size to very, very tiny. Yeah. Very, very fancy Italian dinner. Unfortunately, though, just as you're about to dig into your food, a very pissed off Stone Cold Steve Austin comes storming in trying to resolve something with somebody called Big Doug. This doesn't really feel like a Big Doug type of establishment, but hey, hey <laughs> maybe he's got money too. I'm not going to judge. You got about 10 seconds before the sawed off shotgun comes out from underneath the table and you are directly in the line of fire. Before that happens, sell us on this movie. Stone Cold Steve Austin is the transporter in Dolph Lundgren's package. I mean, the package of Dolph Lundgren. Oh, fuck it. <laughs> Love it. Seven seconds. Eight seconds. There was so much innuendo. Yeah. Yeah, that's where I was going with it. Yeah. Uh, It's really, really, that's it. But Casey, obviously, if I'm at a fancy dinner, you're there with me. So... Bad news, it's Buckshot, and both of us are getting caught in the blast. So in the 10 seconds before you take a bullet with me... Dolph Lundgren experiences the American healthcare system. Deciding to skip the line, he finds his own donor, making friends, enemies, and real estate purchases along the way. Nine seconds, and that is a 
phenomenally accurate description of this movie, so much so that I wish I would have adopted that narrative. Let's make sense of the weird sexual innuendos and the healthcare narrative by talking about the movie that Shitty Cinema watched. You want blood? You gotta steal it. It's the American way. From the guy. You can't, like, bring it in a bag for some reason. Depends on where you go. Stone Cold Steve Austin is a fixer for a crime boss called Doug. Which is the least intimidating crime boss ever. Yeah, I guess Big Doug. Right. They had to throw something onto it because it'd be like Clarence. Uh, I don't know that that's more (laughs) intimidating. uh Uh-oh. Quizzical Clarence wants his money. He wonders, do you have it? (laughs) (laughs) I also realized as I was saying that they included Dolph's speech about how guys can't pick out their own name. And that's how you get tiny guys named Big. Imagine your local crime syndicate convention. Yeah, we got we got Pizzle Pete over there. There's Scarface. It's Mickey the Cobra and uh, Big Doug. Anyway, Stone Cold's idiot brother is doing time because he stole from Doug. And Stone Cold is trying to buy Doug's favor back so that his boys in prison don't put his brother in a body bag. Doug tells Stone Cold that he needs to take a journal Big to Doug. It's Big Doug. Put the big on it, you guys. I don't respect Fuck Doug. Fear. Doug's a bitch. I know. I Doug's know. Doug's a bitch. He's Doug's a big bitch. big in old God. time you standards. Like, you pulled up Big Doug's IMDb page, <laughs> and now all of a sudden you are just <laughs> know, right? the goddamn warrior for him. I'm not. He was the worst actor in this film. <laughs> oh, God. Big Dog tells Stone Cold he needs to take a journal to another mob boss and former colleague of his called The German. In exchange for delivering the package, eh? is the name of the movie? It's a notebook. Doug offers to wipe the debt that Stone Cold's brother owes him. So, when we first meet The German, played by Dolph Lundgren, he's killing his way through other mobs and finishing their boss off all while wearing a pretty boss-ass suit. That's Dude true. looks good. Yeah. The German's ready to get his package from Doug, but another gang wants to mm-hmm. intercept it first. All right, so Ooh, they do. Here, no. here are the gangs, as far as I can tell, using names that I made up for them. Uh, so we have the German, who also seems to be like a lone wolf gang, um, just tearing through people. Uh, the Burberries, and I call them that because their leader wears a Burberry scarf or a faux Burberry scarf. I don't know. Um, yeah, he got honestly, it in looks a like train station. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing wrong with uh, it. Uh, there is the Dead Restaurant Tours, which is the gang that Dolph Lundgren kills uh, right in the beginning. Of the movie. Um, and then the Dugs. So the Burberries have a cadre of hitman characters and compose them into a hit squad to hunt down Stone Cold. After shooting his partner in the face with a sniper rifle, Stone Cold steals a motorbike and goes on the run. Oh, with a fucking brain bucket. Yeah, yeah he's just wearing a brain bucket helmet. He should not. He looks like a giant dick. Meanwhile, the German fights off Burberry hitman of his own, but they're not the only ones out to kill him. Dolph is sick and presumably dying. Every once in a while, he looks at camera and coughs, so you know he's dying. People only cough in movies. <laughs> and they dying. didn't draw his eyebrows on, so like he looks extra sunken in. While the German chats with his doctor about disease or whatever, Stone Cold gets captured by the Burberries. The Burberries have struck a deal with the German to deliver Stone Cold. And look, now he's the package. Uh, I've given it to you. Name of the movie. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But too bad for them. He breaks out and nearly kills all of them. Not all of them. A couple of them survive, and they manage to recapture Stone Cold and deliver him to the German. Because he they do. Tur- 
yeah, turns out you were right, Jay, and Stone Cold was the package the whole time. And it was, it was pretty obvious the moment that we saw that the German was sick and that we were just bringing him a notebook, and that doesn't make sense. Way to ruin no. my you're, – you're right. Damn it. I get, yeah. like, one of those a year. It's fucking January. I just blew it, and you blew right through it. Thanks. You're welcome. See, the German's got a really rare blood type that he shares with Stone Cold and needs blood transfusions to stay alive. And Stone Cold gives up some blood, but not so much that it prevents him from ripping the restraints off the gurney and getting some sweet, sweet revenge. The German kills one of his own because Stone Cold is useless to him dead, and that sets up the final confrontation between the German and Stone Cold. It's fair. I'm natural light negative right now, and I am pissed <laughs> off. German and Stone Cold tussle, resulting in Stone Cold filling the German with lead. He returns to Big Doug, who concedes mm. that the German's payment for Stone Cold wipes his brother's debt clean. Please just don't kill me. Yeah. <laughs> Stone Cold says, Kay, thanks for all the fish, lets his brother know the good news, and then calls his wife to tell her he loves her, and also that he has a giant bag full of fucking cash he stole from some hitman. Yeah. How has no one murdered her yet? That was really my first thing. Of oh, like, man, I know. When are we going to get back to her? I mean, like, I'm glad they gave him a happy ending and we didn't have to put a, re- a woman in a refrigerator. So, like, let's start there. Good for you, movie. Good Thanks for, for not you. killing the love interest. Look, we, I see you. We appreciate you. And I appreciate you, you. I'm a little confused as to why she's here if you're going to only give her f- fridge scenes and then not fridge her what was the point of having <laughs> to subvert at all? expectations Wait, dave dave you don't think the post-coitus scene between her and stone cold steve austin ew, added ew, value ew, to the ew, film ew. i never needed to no. see his nipples from that angle ever i guess dave you have a point that there is a setup for a fridging that doesn't happen so why is the setup there but i guess i'm also glad with casey's point that there's no fridging because it would have added absolutely nothing to this film and they even and the reason that it there is no fridging in case you're curious is because they call it out in the film one of the bad guys says i could have went to your wife and abducted her but i don't play like that so they even have like uh, yeah, a yeah. They could have referenced his it. brother too. Like, you know, I I'm just gonna send a In word prison? and sure. let's right. kill right. It. Yeah, right, kill right, his right. brother. I, I appreciate that they kept it stone cold focused and didn't have really any off scene murders, which I appreciate because we've had we've watched movies and I I forgot what it was recently where they did the coolest death off screen and we're like, what the, f- oh, Donnie Yen in Blade 2. Yeah. We're like, why the yeah. fuck did you kill him off screen? Your right. best martial art. Okay. Okay. Shame. Like, so I appreciate that Shame. they showed all of the fight scenes. I was a little apprehensive when I knew Stone Cold Steve Austin was going to hit a woman. Um, <laughs> so I'm like, you I feel like they the were working backwards. Yeah, we work backwards. I'm like, what if she could fight? What if he fights a girl? Yeah, I don't. You look, you can't. If you're gonna have your male lead hit a woman, the longer you spend justifying why it's okay, the less it is. You, the best case scenario is you get a pithy one-liner about how these hands are equal opportunity, and then you just go for yes. it. You commit. Yeah, correct. Right. So instead of doing what they did here in the package where she's set up as a soulless bitch, and then she's like, 
I was a torturer in those terms and yeah, brags yeah, yeah. about like doing it just for pleasure. And it is, it is such a long setup of, of wow. She's awful. Or in like, you, you can also do this. Like one, uh, one of the Pierce Brosnan and James Bonds had this character in it. They actually had two or three of them, uh, the, the professional torturer and his apprentice. And it's a really fun build up scene. And it, it helps to like really make you hate these characters and feel good when they get injured. Um, but if you're going to do that, they need to be, what's the word? Good actors. And <laughs> <laughs> Say more. She did not sell that she was a good torturer. No. In the, no. Like, at least give her some no. weird torture instruments or something. Right. right. Like she didn't right. even Give her have... a dildo. Something. Give her a dildo. Right. Give her some kind of signature thing or... Uh, this would be another good time for maybe a nickname. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. A good nickname here would really sell me right? on her being a villain. Right. But Sarah like, the Backbiter. <laughs> like Sarah the Bonesaw, right? And you'd be like, oh, fuck. And she'd come out with a bonesaw and be like, hey, motherfucker, we're about to have some fun. But no, we just get a monologue about how much she likes waterboarding people. And like, yeah. I don't buy it, lady. I don't either. I don't either. No, also what pissed me off in that scene, and I was kind of, this is what made me the most nervous, is that when she's garroting him, like, reverse cowgirl style. Yeah. Which yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. you don't which do exactly that. That doesn't Correct. make sense. No, it's horrible. But okay, because he's in a chair, and you want to, like, look at his face or whatever. But this is the man that literally one shot killed a guy headbutting him with his giant prehistoric fucking dome. <laughs> Three minutes ago. I wouldn't be getting my face. At, like, I was so scared. I was like, oh, my God, her face is going to explode. Like, her whole <laughs> head is a squid packet right now. So, like, eh. Um, they missed an opportunity there. Instead, the leg of the chair broke on from the hulking weight of her 90 pounds. And then they, like, wrestle and, you know, shoot, whatever. But it, it just... There were so many other things they could have done. They could have, if you're gonna let Stone Cold hit a woman, do do something good with it. You Case, I feel like you barreled through a lot of just wild shit from the package in that rant. I yeah, didn't know. I, it's just, it's, right. That was the scene. Why well, that was the scene? One day yeah, you did. Yeah. You you kind of almost breeze past, and I want to call it out. Stone Cold like engineering a situation to get the guy to get really close to him so that he could just headbutt his nose into his brain and one shot kill him. Really yes. dug that. That was good. <laughs> yes, that was the leader of the Burberry King, Anthony. Right? That was fun and that was good. And I don't think it was good enough to come back for seconds when he bit the doctor's throat out later, but you do you, Package. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but if that's his signature, no. is like, get close and I'll break your shit. <laughs> but it really, it really, ya. it took a lot of steam out of, again, the torturer, because yes, Case, you're right. She's leaning in. She's getting on him reverse cowgirl style. And this motherfucker literally just headbutted someone to death. What the fuck? You're about to be next. What right. are you thinking? What like, are you thinking? Everybody is talking about how dangerous Stone Cold is, but they're not treating him as such. Right. Right. Even though the movie just for the first time kind of managed to make it look like he is. So <laughs> this woman is extra butthurt because Stone Cold killed her fiance earlier in yeah. a fight at, at a general store in a little like two light town. And so he actually, he fights quite a few people. He gets chased in the store after a car accident 
And so he's like, oh, I don't feel good. I'm stone cold. I'm sobering up. And he ends up fighting That's some exactly dudes. what he said. He attacks a guy and, like, throws him in a sack of rice pile and is punching him. And the guy's just kind of eating him. I'm like, there's no way you're going to look that alert getting those fucking ham fists just sledged into your face. He jumps and the off guy, of a... Uh, um, oh, you're right. He, like, off of a shelf. Off of a shelf? Like, on top of a, a shelf giant, unit. drunk, flying squirrel. <laughs> yeah. It's and like atta- a And it's just like punching him, punching him, punching him. Yeah, I said what I said. And <laughs> the guy catches his hand and, like, throws him off. I'm like, no, the fuck you don't. Not. And then he stands up. I'm like, and then his, like, voice. He has a voice like a giant. And I was like, oh, you're big in Mark Gibbon. Life. Mark Gibbon. Love that. I absolutely love that trope. When you got a, a big-ass action star already and they walk up on a freakishly large action yeah, star. We got yeah. that last week with uh, right. Back in Action. When this did. giant really. Canadian guy and Billy Blanks. Classic I was like, scene. wait, is Billy Give Blanks really again. small? There's two fights that I really like in this film, and this is one of them. And what's interesting is they sort of complement each other because this is the Goliath versus Goliath fight. And I think that it's... It's not great. There are moments where if it would have been shot better, I think it would have been great because they're in tight quarters and the 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 big lumbering Steve Austin wrestling punches and movements work well in that space. They they look like the kind of thing that I would expect and it's two big dudes slugging it out and I love it. It's a lot of fun. That uh that was probably the standout like stone cold fight for me. Um yeah. is, is and I totally agree that most of the action in this movie is, hmm, I'm, I'm really disappointed after last week because we got some great action from yeah. Rowdy Roddy. And I think the, I don't think, the critical thing they failed is what did we see Rowdy Roddy throwing last week? We saw him, you know. Hands? Uh, we saw Using. him throwing hands. We saw him throwing clotheslines. Clotheslines. We, we saw, saw him, him throwing yeah. arm bars. We saw him fucking wrestling. Because yes. Roddy is a goddamn wrestler. And for the first- And he hates that karate shit. <laughs> he, he hates, hates that, that karate, karate shit. And for the first, like, 20, 30 minutes of this movie, Stone Cold's trying to be a, like, transporter-style action star. And it yeah. looks like shit, because he's a fucking wrestler. Alternatively, big guy fight, he wrestles, it's great. Or the fight when he goes up against a karate dude and he gets his ass kicked. What's the other fight wrestlers have? Getting their ass kicked and having it look cool. And yes. Stone Cold gets his ass kicked and it looks cool. That is my favorite fight. That's the fight with Darren Shalevi. It was great. Like Stone Cold- I was very bummed out to find out he's dead. He what? died in 2015. I think he had a heart condition. Yeah, because I was like, oh, I hate to say this, but I he was giving off like big gay pirate vibes in this, like just this little leather jacket and a lot of eyeliner or something. I don't know. He was just kind of like, I'd rather be on a ship right now. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah, no, I was bummed. I'm like, oh, I really like this guy. I always enjoy his performances. Um, I don't feel like they always give him the good the good scripts, but. He always does well action wise. Dude, he was he was in um <clears throat> It Man 2, Kickboxer Vengeance, uh Pound of Flesh. Like so Yeah. What we Bog man, that's a heartbreaker. You just got me hard with that one. That's a bummer. Ooh, man. did I? 
Yeah. He real hard. I'm bummed. I'm bummed. He's so hard right now. He also acted in uh, one of our favorite shows, which it has multiple crossovers. Old enough. Interestingly, in this. No, Continuum. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, Dave, uh, that that fight works really well. The The karate style, martial arts, the kicking. And it's funny because <clears throat> one of the things that I noticed in that fight is Stone Cold kicks a um, a box, a wooden box at one point. And when he does that, it's a very stereotypical uh, wrestler kick. And when you have Darren Shalevi throwing like really skilled and talented kicks next to it, it stands out. <laughs> and I think it, it helps sell like the style versus style part of the fight. And so that you yeah. feel that wrestler getting his ass kicked. Like it adds just a little bit of extra uh, element to it. Right. Also, yeah. it looks good when he finally catches his leg and like punches and yes. stuns him. Cause I'm like, yeah, yes. you, a smaller guy like you would have to land more kicks to stun him. Whereas like, it's kind of like a Mike Tyson, like hope he doesn't catch you. Like right, the minute if, you're caught, you're fucked if he nails you. Uh, it is it is a classic matchup I, in either direction. Normally, the big dude does. Uh, normally, this is a situation where the big dude is going to end up being the villain, and he's going to go down to a death of a thousand cut situation from the little karate <laughs> right, dude. Right, but right. it is fun seeing that trope inverted here to where he, you know, 998 cuts in, he manages to catch the leg, and then, well, it doesn't matter if you block them all if the last one is always going to kill you. Honestly, you could swap out Darren Shalevi with um, like Rey Mysterio Jr. and and have a pretty classic fucking wrestling matchup. Yeah, 100%. So, yeah, I've seen so, that match. Yeah, I feel like that kind of hit the bells there. We got at least a good couple wrestling moments out of the package. So yeah, maybe, maybe not as good as Rowdy Roddy Piper in Back in Action. But yeah, we no. do have at least two good examples, which were the two best parts of the, well... I don't know. There's one other. There's one other scene from this movie that my favorite. Sorry, the, my ahead. favorite wrestling move from Stone Cold is when at the end of the movie when he's fighting the German, aka Dolph Lundgren, and he puts him through like a bar or a buffet in his house, like oh, picks yeah. him up and yeah. like slams him yeah. into it, and it looks really good because it's two giant ass dudes fighting. Like it's just two. Big dudes, so they're speed wise really on you know like on par with each other, and I thought it looked probably the most realistic. All right, here's a question. This is um this is something that's really important to me. So uh, both Stone Cold Steve Austin and Dolph Lundgren are characters. Uh, well, Dolph Lundgren played characters that I grew up with, and Stone Cold Steve Austin. I was I was into wrestling for a while, so these are characters from my youth. And the thing that I loved to do when I was a kid was argue with my friends about who could beat up who. So here it is. Prime Ivan Drago versus Prime Stone Cold Steve Austin. Who do you have winning? I don't know. This is a tough call because, like, Prime Dolph Lundgren is insane. I mean, come on. Just look at the man. But Stone Cold is – he's a tiny, angry little freight train. Like, I'm not sure – that Dolph is going to be able to stop him if he gets himself all steamed up and coming at him. Tiny freight train, isn't he like 6'2", 260? Yeah, I guess this is relative to the giant version of Dolph Lundgren I've got in my head, so. (laughs) Right, so uh, if Casey's right, Dolph is 6'5", that's that's still three inches could be a height difference. 
and he's got that arm different. That man, I just I don't know. I'm gonna go with the boxer. I think Ivan Drago would just box the piss out of Stone Cold Steve Austin and knock him the motherfucker out. Right. I mean, if we're talking like. Okay, are we are we talking like Ivan Drago versus Stone Cold Steve Austin, as in their characters possessing yeah. all the skills thereof? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Dolph in, does in karate. Case, in that case, I gotta give it to Stone Cold because he's gonna pull some really sneaky shit. You know. <laughs> that's that's fucking he's, fair, man. He's gonna Got spit that psychological light game. in Ivan's face, and then he's just gonna <laughs> shoot in for a takedown. Shit. Yeah, I mean, if he gets him to the ground, it's not going to be good for Drago. Drago's a boxer. Right? So, yeah, much as I don't want to say it, I think okay, I got to vote out. for Stone Cold. Okay, before you say that, yes, he's a boxer, but also know that he is having awesome Studio 54 cocaine sex with Grace Jones, who's 5'11". So he can wrestle. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay. He can I like your logic here. Yeah, I I see no argument against it. Sure. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I reject the assumption that people on drugs are having, like, somehow more acrobatic sex. They may be <laughs> experiencing it better from their perspective, but it's not a more physically impressive feat. Here's a fantasy scenario. Your sibling owes money to a mob boss and is in prison. Do you work for the mob boss as their fixer to get them out of debt? I'm going to answer mine right off the bat. No, absolutely not. I <laughs> love my brother. I'm going to have to do a seventh heaven tough love episode. If that makes sense. <laughs> like my guy, I want, I want to do this for you, but I will write you letters every single day in jail until they shiv you. But <laughs> what what do you want me to do for the mob? You know what I mean? Like Right. Like I will buddy. absolutely work off some of my siblings' debt to try and help them out. I'm not gonna be a fixer, no. but you know, that's gonna no, be by I'm, his choice. I like, am not getting involved in the mob full stop. I'm going to show I'm up. I'm not working right. off shit. Oh, no. I'm going to show up. He's going to look at me and go, okay, you obviously can't threaten anyone. What can <laughs> you do? And I'm going to go, well, oh, I'm good yeah, with yeah. computers. And he's going to be like, great. The yeah. Wi-Fi has been fucked up for a while. And I'm going to be like, cool. <laughs> let me take a look at that. And then I'm going to fix his Wi-Fi and my sister will be fine. Aside from the fights being, being or having a couple of good standout examples, but otherwise being kind of bleh, uh, the... The shooting in this is actually worse, except for one point. Do you mean the pew pew shooting or the like roll camera shooting? <laughs> Maybe both. But really, I was thinking about the guns, uh, their okay, use of, okay. of firearms. Um, for example, it is often paired with slow motion that just takes all of the tension and thump out of the firearms. Yes, but there is one scene at works incredible yeah. for yeah and that's ralph the lmg guy that shoots yes. up the general store after steve austin kills the giant and leaves uh darren Chevalli like unconscious or whatever um that's incredible yeah. and i see is it a shot i've seen before yes but i sure. enjoy it every time a super slow-mo lmg yeah i'll take it I do every time I see an LMG in one of these movies have to start wondering on like, how does the math on this check out? Like, are they turning a profit anymore? After firing? <laughs> those things are right. like three bucks a round, man. <laughs> right. But you get to know a guy. 
But you get all of the classic scenes, him fucking blowing holes through the building, Steve Austin running in slow-mo with shit fucking blowing up behind him, and the coveted from the bottom shot so you can see the fucking shells being fed in and ejected. And that's that's yes. fucking cinema yes. porn, baby. It is a classic, yeah. I don't know what was worse, the unnecessary slow-mo or all the Dolph Lundgren ranting. Like, they gave him far too many lines. Oh, my Example, God. Example, when he's talking to the mob boss before the kitchen murder, <laughs> the weird innuendo, like, code speak, I'd be very upset. Well, me too. Like, it's so fucking forced and slow and just... Hey, you! Look, I'm gonna backstab you. Okay, Bing, Bing, Bing. Look, I absolutely love a villain giving an unrelated monologue about an esoteric knowledge. Yeah, I really do. It's a great trope to show them being really like oddly cool in a high stress situation, but not when you do it in every single goddamn scene. Like Dolph Lundgren is just monologuing throughout this movie to the point where I feel like he's a health coach, not a crime boss. Yeah. Yeah. I felt very, it's kind of like that health coach on Instagram where he's just like, <laughs> looks angry and he's like, whatever you got in your hand, you shouldn't be putting your face hole right now. And then he's like, stop, stop snacking. And he just screamed. Have you ever seen him guy with a beard? And he just like angrily, like stalks around and yells at you. No, not to eat with that one. Oh my god, he's unfortunately like I need popular. Him in my life, though. <laughs> don't support him. I I'm gonna I'm gonna push back though. I don't agree with you. I think that between for one between Stone Cold and, and Dolph Lundgren, uh, Dolph Lundgren steals this movie with a much better performance. And I not tend hard. to like his. It's not hard. I tend to like his monologuing. I in fact. Probably my favorite scene in the movie is Dolph Lundgren monologuing about fruit. Oh, my God. I All right. Got, uh, you explain why you like that, and then I'll go off on what I didn't like. Okay. So the scene sets up with him on a phone call, and then he gets off, and he kicks on um, on Moonlight, some classical music, right? And he's talking to someone off camera and explaining all of the uh, macro and micronutrients in – the various fruits that he's making a fruit smoothie for. And it cuts back and you find out that here's just dead people all around. And there's one guy left alive that he is lecturing to that's begging him to kill him. And Dolph just ignores him and monologues about that for a while, then monologues about how he injured him. And then when the guy's like, please fucking kill me. And Dolph's like, yeah, you got to tell me who sent you. And the guy's like, nah, I'm not going to do that. What are you going to do to me? Dolph just casually strolls up, pulls his fucking wallet out, and he's like, ah, I'm just going to go to this house, and I'm creative, and I'm going to bring these things and have some fucking fun. And it's just so casually, deliciously evil and crazy. Like, I absolutely, he chews through that scenery. I love What hitman carries his actual wallet on a fucking job? That guy, I don't care. I don't care. You have a fake ID to show a cop when you're double parked. I love it. 
I love it. Yeah, yeah. like I, I am fine with him having his real ID on him right. as I'm an excuse not. for why Dolph can find that. I'll die on the hill. <laughs> Although to be fair, my complaint is equal is even stupider. Why is there so much fucking fruit just out? <laughs> on why the did table? he cut up four bananas if he's only putting a half of one <laughs> in a smoothie? There's, I also thought that. I'm like, oh. there is so much unrefrigerated <laughs> fruit just sitting out in this home. There's like yeah, thirty strawberries. Rich people up. thing. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they have no concept yeah. of <laughs> anything, money like, or right. Like there's, there's portions. There's a bunch of. I I'm glad you called out actually that there's all these other dead people around because it made me realize that this is a spread that had been out for all of them to pick at before Dolph Lundgren showed up and murdered <laughs> all of them. Because oh, when I watched, bears. Yeah, because when I watched it, I thought Dolph had like meticulously took all of this shit out to have an artistic composition for him to give his smoothie. Because <laughs> clearly, this is something he's done many, many times before. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's a like, practice this is, speech. Sure. This this is his like Jules speech about yeah, like yes. I just it's some badass shit to say before I kill a guy. Right. And I need to get my protein in for the day, so I'm going to make a quick <laughs> smoothie. He carries around a blender with him in his car at all times so that when he has an appropriate moment to monologue, he can pull it out and make a smoothie. No, no, no. I think it is a three little bears situation. Like, maybe he wasn't even going to kill him, but they got in his fridge and fucked with his protein powder, <laughs> and now he's pissed off. He had to stab everyone and make a big deal out of cleaning the knife before he chops up some more cucumber. <laughs> and, you know, like, I feel like that is the scene. He's mad. He's real angry. All right, I'll buy that case. Yeah, that's really, that was my biggest complaint with that was just all the goddamn fruit that was just out on the table. And you kind of explained that for me, so I'm a little bit less mad about that now. See? Uh, it was okay. His monologue w- was a little too long. I will say that. We could have chopped a couple of those All fruits of his out. monologues were too long. I, 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 it gives him a really cool vibe, though, man. He's casual as shit. Okay. He doesn't care that that dude's bleeding out. He's like, all right, man, take your time. But Suffer how did we introduce Stone Cold in this film? Through the bowling alley scene. Oh, yeah. Where he didn't talk much at all. It's just, where's my money? Where's my money? Where's my money, Better bitch? Better talk fast. Here comes a bowling ball at your face hole. God, And I love it. I it wouldn't listen. work like that, but it looks fucking, it looks ow. So it's the whole intro of the movie is you see the inner workings of a bowling alley. Which I And love. have we seen this a bunch? Yes. yes. Are we sluts for it? Daddy, yes. please. Yeah, it's still cool. Absolutely. It looks cool. I, again, I'm pretty sure they just left me in front of like seven hour marathon of how it's made before. And like, I'm pretty sure my parents went out of fucking state and I had no idea. I could watch that forever. So then when you add bowling ball face bashings in Stone Cold, it's a yeah from me, dog. Yeah. I feel like that was a perfect (laughs) opening scene. Yeah, sure. I I really enjoyed that scene. Uh, As you said, Stone Cold is intimidating this guy by holding his head in front of the ball return at a bowling alley. And the movie's kind of amping it up as the guy's like screaming as though this is going to cause some serious damage to him. And like, listen, as somebody who's been intoxicated a lot in a lot of bowling alleys, it, it doesn't hurt you that bad. 
is not that really big of a deal. Uh, and the movie kind of showed that, too, because a bowling ball comes out and it smacks yeah. him in his face and, you know, fucks up his nose. His but nose he's otherwise right. fine. That right. felt about right for me for what had happened if you held somebody's the- face down there. Also, the best part of that whole scene is when that guy tries to run and the owner of the bowling alley pulls a fucking gun on him because he still has his bowling shoes on. And <laughs> yeah. Like, like yeah. absolutely nice. Like, I'll return him later. He's like, nope, heard no. that before. My guy, take your shoes off and run barefoot. Right. They're going to kill me. I don't care. This motherfucker just puts him down shotgun like you have my shoes. I don't give a fuck that you're going to get killed. That's how I feel shoes. about Tupperware. <laughs> fucking bring up uh, get them a Meyer bag then we'll have a loose spaghetti policy but you're not taking my fucking Tupperware home I mean that's fair best case scenario they're gonna send back their own shit now you've got shit that won't stack up correctly in the cupboards and it's furious and it awful already and doesn't stack up I can feel the pain in your voice on that I have something I need to add that's very important because I don't think this person was listed in the credits. And in case they're listening, I want them to know what a fantastic job they did acting. In the like second to final scene, when Steve Austin goes back to his boss, grabs his gun, is like, I heard you sold me. Oh, yeah. Dude. As the restaurant is clearing out, and I saw this both times that I watched this, I couldn't be, I couldn't tear my eyes away from him. There's an extra over Steve's right shoulder, I believe, that gets up from the table and his partner's running and he, he grabs a drink with it, takes a drink, sets it back down, and then runs. Where I'm like, <laughs> oh no, I'm taking the drink with me. Yeah, I would have, I would have set it on the bar. I would have grabbed it. Slammed it, set it on the bar on the way out personally. But my man immediately puts it right back onto the table. I was like, I love, love that you took the time. A class act. Yeah. That was the most relatable character in the film. (laughs) Kudos to you, running guy number two. I see you. And Good I award you. you. You're, you're, I hope they paid you extra for that. You improved yeah. in the moment, and it was good. I hope that was real booze. Uh, you're, Jay, I need... I hope you dance. <laughs> <laughs> that was evil. I would power bomb you through the wall, Casey, but it's a little late for that, and I'm going to need to know, 2012's The Package, would you watch it again? While this movie has some good points, some of the fight scenes are are fun to watch. Dolph Lundgren teaching me about food health is nice. I actually could use that. That's good information to have. Useful. Um, You know, background actors, slow-mo LMGs. Those were all high points for me. There were also some low points. There were a couple of those shots that looked like they were like maybe from CCTV footage, but unintentionally. Um, <laughs> yeah. I don't enjoy yeah. that. That yeah. that happened right after um, Stone Cold uses a gurney to deflect machine gun bullets, I guess, and squish a guy. Which I um, loved. I know you did. I hated every second of it. it I was, was like, great. wow, we would never have to replace equipment if it was made that well. Um, But... There was a lot in this movie that also was very slow and kind of boring. And the fight scenes weren't that engaging for me. Um, I'm going to say no. Oh! I wouldn't watch this again. 
it's it's not the worst movie. Because if it was, I would. It, it's just kind of unremarkable. It's it's a mostly unremarkable movie. I'm sorry. Dave, what about you? 2012's The Package. Would you watch it again? You know, I, I kind of It doesn't feel... matter if you'd watch it again. Oh! I've been waiting all fucking night to do that, baby. Wow. That's a great one. He said that, right? Case. Didn't he? Didn't, that was wasn't a that a stone cold? That was a stone cold line? Yeah, that was good. Yay! I, I gotta, I kind of gotta agree with everything that you said. It's not that I dislike the package. It's, it's just kind of fine, um, at best. <laughs> but there really isn't anything here that stands out. And in a world with endless terrible action film, believe me, I've tried to find the bottom. I, I have to ask. What here would make me want to watch this again instead of watching a nearly identical but you know, palette swapped <laughs> film of other people? And it doesn't take much. Sometimes there's just one shot I really, really like that'll bring me back. And there's nothing here that landed on me like that. So, no, I'm, I'm probably not going to watch Ooh. the package again. This is just going to disappear into the cloud of weird action in my brain. Jay, how about you? You chose this. Uh, you brought this upon us, Stone Cold Steve Austin, in an ill-fitting suit. The package. Would you watch it again? Yeah, if you would have asked me last night, I would immediately just scream no. I was so over this. We didn't spend any time at all talking about the long stretches of this film that go without action and are just terrible. Absolutely fucking terrible yeah. and painful to get through. And there is, of course, the, the time we spent... Lamb, and there was of course the time we spent making fun of the torture scene, which was terrible. But there's also some things like Casey's right that the intro to this film is really kind of banger, and the intro to Steve Austin is fucking great. And I loved Dolph's smoothie scene, and I think the the uh, fight between styles where we get some wrestling versus karate fucking slaps. And the more I think about it, it really has a ton of great villains that just have, like, a bunch of tiny moments. And it's unfortunate that, like, Dolph Lundgren steals all the scenes and it and there isn't Stone Cold as a better, more engaging uh, hero to, to be the one that tears through them. That being said, I had more fun watching it the second time and, like, going through clips. And I might find myself putting this on again and walking away from the majority of the middle of the movie. So, yeah... Yeah, I think because we talked about it, wow. I changed my mind during this recording, and I will watch the package again. Wow. Did not expect I'm that. shocked, yeah. I didn't expect Look it either. You. I didn't expect it either. That's it. The verdict is in. One out of three of us will watch it, but I would love to hear those of you that have watched it, or if you will watch it, and let me know, And because I had a fun talking about it. It turns out it might be a little bit more fun than than we really realized. My week is over, Dave, so what are you doing for us next week? Well, next week I'm going to stretch the rules a little bit to get a movie I want to watch in here. Oh. You might know Don Fry as an MMA fighter. Because here, he is an MMA fighter, but he wrestled in Japan. And while he was there, a wrestler, he, yes. 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 And while there, he also <laughs> oh made God. Godzilla Final Wars, uh, which <laughs> is kind of the end of one of the classic eras of Godzilla, and I've been looking to watch this for a while. Okay. 
I'll allow it. I just want to say that I've watched Don Fry both as a Japanese wrestler and as an MMA fighter, and I don't know what that says about me. <laughs> <laughs> well, get out your rubber costumes, because we'll just have to wait till next week. Dearies. Follow us on Instagram at Casey.Cinema. Like us on Facebook, sh.ttycinema. If you're feeling giving, check out the Patreon slash Shitty Cinema or PeepShittyCinema.com. Check out the show notes for those links. And in the meantime, let's turn off the lights. Ooh. Crack open a beer. And call that woman's dead fiance a bitch like a real man. Huh?